TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast. Welcome to Sports Sports and Sports Queued Up. I am Quinn Bailey. I am the host of this show. You find it on the OAM Network, sponsored by Side Street Grill. Haven't been on here in two weeks. Last time we were on here, Oklahoma City was up on Golden State two games to one. So a lot to go over. Uh, in the past two weeks, the Grizzlies have handled their head coaching situation. Uh, the NBA Finals are now 2-0 Golden State, and they're, they seem to be off and rolling. Brock Lesnar will return to the UFC for maybe one night only. We'll discuss that and who he's going against. Of course, the great, one of the most iconic figures in uh, sports history, Muhammad Ali, passed away Friday. Uh, so we'll touch on that. I got a call in from Big Ken. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, the NFL countdown, we're covering four teams today since we missed last week on our countdown to number one. We were 28, 27, 26, 25. Uh, Titans, Eagles, Niners, and Bucks will be the discussion of the day. And so... A lot to get over. I'm joined by the chef of Sports Talk, CJ, over there. What's up? What's up? NBA, Excited. NBA guru Darnell Fisher is uh, doing the camera work. Double duty. Double duty. All right. Uh, but a lot to go over. It's two weeks has been since we've been on here. I'm um, really excited, uh, eager to get into some of this stuff. Uh, Steph Curry and them are rolling the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, not looking good. They not, haven't played at home yet, but still, man, you can't think that they can make up that much ground. Because it's the rest of the team beating them. Right. And, uh, not as much the Splash Brothers, man. They're not even, yeah, they're not doing much at all, and they're it, still annihilating Cleveland. It was funny. Yesterday, uh, I was at a pool party with uh, my boy Zoe, and uh, somebody called us the Splash Brothers. Uh, said that we were taking over the pool party like we're y'all, were y'all like double teaming some chick uh, we're not gonna get into that but the thing <laughs> is uh thank you for tuning in live the show drops on wednesday um so subscribe on itunes stitcher sports queued up i'm quentin bailey uh god is good i'll check out with you facebook All right, welcome back to Sports Sports and Sports Queued Up. I am Quinn Bailey. I'm joined by the chef of Sports Talk, CJ. What's up, what's My up? NBA guru is in the in- uh, Darnell Fisher's in the engineer room getting something together. Uh, a lot to go over. We just went live on Facebook. We haven't been on in two weeks. So we're a little excited to get on here. We're going to break it out. It seems like a month. It does seem it like, seems a, long like time. a really long time. And so much yeah. has happened. All right. Uh, but including what's happened, uh, the Golden State Warriors have flip flopped. Last time we were on, they were up two one. Now they're up two zero, uh, down two one, mm-hmm. and now they're up two zero in the NBA Finals. Uh, so right now, what I'm gonna do is bring it on my guy, a good friend of ours, right? Yeah, Big Ken, Big, man. Big Ken from Houston, Texas. What's up, bud? What's up, fellas? Man, thanks for finally chiming in on the show, taking the day off, Mister Eight Days a Week. <laughs> Spoon. You know, Twenty five. 25, you know, I got to get it in. I what's know up, this. PJ? What's up, baby? Good what's to hear up, from you, man. Well, what's up, Ken? Nice, to be here on the show, nice, to, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Finally, man. So we're going to jump right in. The NBA Finals, as I said, are 2-0 Golden State, and it's looking like it could be a three-game sweep. Uh, Kevin Love is proven to be, uh, how do I spell this out? Man. S-A-W-F-T soft, right? Soft. Took a boo-boo, got out the game. Mr. Glass. Mr. Glass. <laughs> <laughs> this is really a tarnished NBA career. It is. Well, it was already nothing anyway. It's tarnishing it. But, Big Ken, what do you think about this? Like I said, last time we were on the air, it was 2-1 Golden State, OKC folds. Uh, what, what do you say behind OKC's falling apart? I think OKC fell apart because they stopped doing what was successful for them. Golden State's biggest weakness is inside. Mm-hmm. When teams slow the ball down and take it inside, even if the shot is not made, they're successful. 
but that slows down Golden State's offense. Mm-hmm. If you see any time Westbrook and Durant, they started shooting threes, you know, you look up, they're up by three, then you look up again, they're down by 12. Yeah. Same thing with Cleveland. You know, they get a good roll going on at the beginning of the game, the tempo's slow, and they start shooting threes. So you can't play Golden State's game with Golden State. Absolutely. And coming into this series, I'm going to chime in real quick on Oklahoma City. Uh, I think the bench players kind of let them down more than Westbrook and Durant did, right? Nobody seemed even willing to take a shot, more or less make one. Uh, I agree with your size thing, absolutely. And going in with the size thing, I don't understand. Cleveland coming to the series, Tyron Lue said, we're going to outrun Golden State. I want to keep the tempo up, which seemed foolish enough. And then you're not playing Mozgov. You got him on the bench. Uh, J.R. Smith is irrelevant on the court. And I, I just – Oh, my God. I, I feel like if I coach Cleveland for the rest of the series, I can make it competitive. Well, they're not They're not exploiting the weaknesses. I mean, they're not doing – they're playing into Golden State's hands. They're mm-hmm. doing exactly what Golden State wants you to do is up-tempo. Their hands are up. They're getting steals, and they're getting in the running game. Mm-hmm. Once you go, Golden State gets into the running game, and, you know, Green Day starts going off of three. We're not yeah. going to start talking about him. Oh, yes, we are, but, but we'll get to that in a second. What are you going to do? I mean, you can't all of a sudden say, okay, we're going to guard Green and leave Steph or Clay open. No, right. no, no. Played into their hands, you know. And, and, you know, I saw this, like, you and I were discussing it in our sports group. I, I was saying the plan was, obviously, to leave Green open and have him beat you. And guess what's happening? They're beat. Why would, I, I couldn't understand. Like, if you had to pick your poison, you would pick to leave Green open of the three, right? But it doesn't mean you want to leave him open for the whole offense. It doesn't make sense to me. They would leave him wide open. Wide. Like, not even trying yeah, to guard him. That guy's an all-star. What happened? This is the thing, and, and I'm always talking about Green. Uh-huh. What happened to man up? What yeah. happened to being responsible for your guy? What happened to that type of basketball? Today, Green gets 14-9-7 in the series or in the playoffs. He wouldn't even get 10.5 rebounds back in the day. Yeah, I mean, just think about it. Him going up against Oakley, uh, Larry Johnson, Morning, he wouldn't get five rebounds. It's more to say with the style of the NBA today and taking away the big man, and it's playing into Golden State's hand. This is what the NBA wants. They want no centers running up and down, chunking threes, dunks, highlights. That's what the NBA wants. Mm-hmm. And, and so if you take it back, why is Lou going small? Go big. Yeah. See if they can defend your bigs. You're playing into their hands. I feel like Steve Kerr did a magnificent job of changing his game plan. He he came out second half of uh, one of the games and he did something really smart. He ran a screen with uh, Adams you know, coming off the screen, and it would be Adams versus Curry. And Curry lit him yeah. up, man, four or five times in a row, and they just had to get him out the game. And every time they brought him back in the game, they would do the same thing. Yeah. They, Run the pick, isolate Adams on Curry. Or Thompson. Catch or him Thompson. on the switch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that was just brilliant. By, yeah. Why are they switching with Adams on that pick? Why isn't someone going over or under the pick? Because if you, if you get Adams out there on the if, island, if you give, if you give Curry an eyelash, he's dropping that shit on you. So yeah, you have to just jump right on him, you know? Yeah, they can't switch. Yeah. They can't switch. Too much time for Curry. Well, no big man can switch on them, really. Right. But here's the thing, man. Uh, Billy Donovan is an excellent coach, so we're not going to fault him his first run into the playoffs. Steve Kerr is looking to be – uh, on his way, you know, to stardom of greatness, right, as a coach. Back to back in your uh, first two years, man. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Tyron Lue, however, does not seem like he could coach a lick. Or maybe he just wasn't ready. What do you think, Ken? I just think he needed maybe uh, Chris Mullins as the general manager 
and maybe Mark Jackson is the head coach, and mm-hmm. he'd be doing okay. Now that's just a joke. Because that's a, really who built that team in Golden State. I'm just putting that out there. No, absolutely. Lou, he has no idea what he's doing. Uh, you know, he, he you look in his face sometimes, and he looks like he's looking at LeBron like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. You know, hey, what are you going to do? And, and when the head coach is looking around, the players are looking around, J.R. Smith is just lost. Yeah. I, you know, at times, if you forget he's on the court. And then Shepard comes out here, his hair going all crazy, running up and down the court. He's lost, doing his own thing. It's no cohesiveness. What about the basketball unit? What about Kyrie? What you think about him? Yeah, Kyrie Irving's sucking ass, man. man. Uh, Kyrie is just, you know, he got ninety million. He's good. He really doesn't <laughs> want to be there. We what what happened during the season? Remember, we went back and forth, and I was like, why is this guy tweeting and doing all this stuff and talking down to his teammates? That yeah. team broke down during midseason. They just passed it up to make it to the finals. But that team broke down a long time ago as far as cohesiveness of being a team when LeBron was basically throwing them all under the bus. Do you think LeBron will be in Cleveland next year? Uh, Yes, I think he will. Do you think anybody like Carmelo or Chris Paul joins them? Um, I would say Paul, maybe. But I doubt it because uh, I think uh, Doc Rivers is going to try to hang on to him. Uh, Melo is another maybe. I don't think Phil Jackson is going to let uh, Melo get away. But what if, what so if I you're – I think they're just going to – I think they're just going to shake that whole team up. Kyrie may even be traded. Yeah, I'll say you know, like, of, if you go Kyrie for Paul, man, if, if you're the Clippers, you got to do that, right? Clippers would do it, I think, yeah. I mean, if I'm LeBron yeah. and I have as much control as I say, I say go get DeMarcus Cousins, period. Mm. That would be entertaining for sure. Anything else you want to chime in on the NBA before we uh, hop on another topic right quick? Uh, no, I'm good. Uh, just uh, Draymond Green. You know, that's all I want to say, Draymond Green. Draymond Green's oh, a beast, man. I told Q, man, before the game one, I, I thought he would have a really good series, and he's proven proven to bounce back. Yeah, man, he's a really good all-around player. And plus, nobody great, on Cleveland team with a guard. Player. I give you all a hard time. I know he's not a top-tier player, but – when I say oh, that, geez. it just lets you know the level of the NBA right now. And I think guy, he's a, when you wouldn't see him on the court, he's kind of goofy-like. And I he, think he's, he's a top 15 player. In the finals with three so-called MVPs playing on the floor with him. I just don't understand. Yeah. He's a, he's a really good player, man. I just don't think you could build a team around him. That's my whole point. And compete for a championship as him as your best player. No, maybe not. And well, that, who knows? <clears throat> yeah, you never know, really. Yeah, yeah, and he hasn't been afforded the opportunity. Right. But the whole time, he's been the third-rated player on that team. Rather, he's better than Thompson, more valuable than Curry. He's the third-rated player on that team, right? And uh, that's just how it is. So until he gets a chance, it's really not fair to stay the way. Right. But the fact is, he has never led a team uh, on his own. So this is what I'm gonna do, man. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. None of those guys have though. No, absolutely. You know what I mean? Curry didn't do anything until yeah. they got there. Right. You know, and as much as you said Mark Jackson uh, built the team, Kerr took him to another level. I agree with that. I feel like they kind of plateaued before Kerr took over. I thought it was a wrongful firing, but they they improved the position. Right. So, so this is what I'm going to do, Big Ken. Muhammad Ali, 74 years old. Uh, I, I think three names that will forever live through sports time. Of course, you got great players like Michael Jordan, Joe Montana, whoever, right? Uh, Babe Ruth. Jackie Robinson, Muhammad Ali, like they're etched in stone, right? As the iconic sports figures in American history, at least, right? Yeah, but 
you have to take it into their sport and go into the perspective of their sport. Like, you can kind of put people close to Babe Ruth mm-hmm. and Michael Jordan, but there's no one even close to Muhammad Ali. No doubt about it. You could probably put them in the close as far as sports-wise, but as an individual and all around and what he did, there's no one even close. I mean, in any sport, let alone any person living that's out of sports. You know what I mean? No, to- A lot of people didn't, didn't have that persona, and it wasn't fake. You know, yeah. Floyd Mayweather has the same persona, but it's an act. We all know it's an act. Right. Muhammad Ali, there was no acting about it. It's just basically and, and and the mark he left outside of his sport right the mark he left on other sports other athletes right is untouched by anyone else uh to ever graze a sport now you said uh in boxing no one touches them boxing is a little different than team sports you have to bring up you got weight classes and whatnot but there's no sure. doubt about it there's not a bigger name and a more successful guy than uh muhammad ali and imagine and too not, and this is it's not this it's this era's boxing either, because back in the day when Muhammad Ali was boxing, boxing was the sport. Yes, you know NBA came on at midnight. I used to watch Magic Johnson and Larry Bird tape the late midnight. I tell you all, all the time, sneaking out of my mother's room to watch the basketball game. Like just play the Celtics. It was being played at midnight. Mm-hmm. You know, on tape the late boxing matches were being were the first pay per view on demand was an Ali Frazier fight. That was the first on demand. Pay per view back, you know the Thriller in Manila. It was pay per view, so boxing was that sport. Yeah, boxing. You, know, you had Max baseball. Had Max baseball Stone versus Lewis Armstrong. Baseball was the right. only sport bigger than boxing. True. That was yeah, it. Was the only as, one, you know, in the public eye. Yeah, exactly. Like as far as just being a country, uh, baseball was the most popular sport, but boxing was second. And then football came on, basketball came on, and like times have changed now. But back then, it was baseball and boxing were one and two. Yeah, I mean, the heavyweight champion of the world was the man. Yes, sir. And there wasn't five heavyweight champions back then. No, it was just one. Yeah, it was undisputed, for sure. But, so that's why it, that's why he touched all these other sports figures, because these sports figures that came after him, like the Jim Browns, the Earl Campbells, you talk to a lot of sports people that are big sports today, and they're, they're, the person they looked up to was Ali, even though they don't box, mm-hmm. you know? So he, he transcended all of the sports just being that guy. And as great as he was, imagine if he wasn't robbed of four of his prime years, you know, going off to war. He he didn't box from mm-hmm. what twenty five to twenty or twenty four to twenty twenty nine, something like that. So Do y'all know something? He did that in Houston. I was six years old when he did it. I saw it on T V. Wow. And my first thought was uh, my first thought was they're gonna kill him. Right. You know, well, you know, seeing this on TV, him saying, oh, I'm not going to the Army, that was done in the federal building downtown in Houston. We have a real rich neighborhood here called River Oaks. Mm-hmm. They kicked him out of River Oaks. Wow. He had all kinds of racial epithets and all kinds of stuff on his house after that happened. And I remember seeing this as a child, and I was like, you know, who is this guy? You know, and made me start watching boxing. And as I started watching boxing, my love for sports just gained. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, like I said, we weren't able to see uh, football and basketball on TV like we were, you know, as far as boxing back then. Boxing mm-hmm. would come on Saturday morning, Saturday evening, you know. Wild world of sports, huh? Exactly. Right. But he, he lifts, you know, he did so, like, 
everyone's talking about how great he was, how great a man, ambassador to peace, you know. The uh, goat, man. He wanted, you know, all religions, they said, we all worship the same God, just differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, a whole bunch of great quotes you can bring out from him and everything. It's just the mark he left, man, is un, unfathomable to be touched by anyone else ever. Exactly. And it has to be brought up, man, because he was the greatest of his sport. And he was the most popular. He's still discussed as the one of the greatest. As, as times have changed, and when I say names, look, uh, Eston Stone. As times have changed, like uh, if you grew up watching Michael Jordan, you say Michael Jordan's best basketball player. Uh, you grew up in the two thousands, you're going to say LeBron James was the best because that's who you saw. Mm-hmm. No matter what time frame, everybody knows who Muhammad Ali is and where right. he stands. And, every, and everybody knows he's the greatest. Uh, Absolutely, There's no question about it. He even even with losses, he's the greatest. Got some gnats. <laughs> some flying around got your some, head, got man. Got some gnats in here or something, man. Uh, well, that's man. Anything else you want to chime in for Holly, man? I'm not trying to hold you all night, but I know. Uh, you know, I, I want to talk about uh, Dana White saving UFC 200, bringing your boy back. Yes, yeah, that was a big Rocky, deal. Rocky Lesman. Huge, man. And CJ, as you said to me last night, you can elaborate on this. You said they were uncertain about uh, Rousey and McGregor. Right. So they basically went out yep. and got some draw power. I think it was smart to get Brock because uh, you know, he, and you're only going to use him one, on one pay-per-view. And he holds the record for the most pay-per-view buys for UFC 100. So uh, it was real smart to go get him. The card's already stacked. And I think it was smart also to save Rousey and save McGregor for future pay-per-views because they can carry their own pay-per-view. You know, they don't, it doesn't need to be a collaboration. So, But it's going to be an insane card, man. Have you seen the card yet, Big Ken? Man, yes, I have. I can't wait for that card. Man, it is stacked, man. It, it'll be the first UFC pay-per-view that I, I go in money-wise on. Right. Don't, uh, Bone, Bone Jones and... um. Cormier, Cormier, man, ooh, yeah, and that's Cormier's only loss. You know, he gets a chance to avenge his only loss, so that's you know quite interesting. And that also. last loss wasn't a very a decisive loss either. No, it was a decision, right? Didn't it go to the end? Yeah, it was a decision. But I don't they, know. They I, it out. I don't know how much people know, but Cormier is a former uh, Olympic gold wrestler. You know, uh, undefeated all the way up to fighting Jones, and John Jones is the only guy to ever take Cormier down in the UFC. It's kind of yeah, crazy, you know. Seen, the only thing is that we haven't seen John Bone Jones since he took Cormier down. Yeah, he <laughs> so had he has he, he he's had one fight, but it was a, a tune-up fight and uh I just think man as clean as he's living right now as hard as he's training, man, it's going to be uh I think he's going to smoke uh, Cormier. I love Cormier, but I I think it's going to get ugly. Well, which should be interesting because I, I can't wait to see it. I'm a big Brock Lesnar fan, right? I like their opponent they gave Brock Lesnar, Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt, uh, you know, legendary uh, yeah. knockout power, super strong chin, been around a long time. And I think it's a good matchup for Brock because he's a guy that's not going to try to run from Brock. He's not going to try to wrestle Brock. He's just going to try to knock no. his head off. I, so it'll be a I good. I think it's set up for I agree. I totally agree with that. Yeah, 100%. Can Brock still fight? But I just, I just, think, yeah, I just right. think Dana White's a genius. It just shows Dana White's a genius. He just because that card was pretty much destroyed when McGregor mm-hmm. dropped out. Yeah, for him to save that card like that, it's, 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 it has to be all on. Well, he's actually trying to punish McGregor because this is supposed to be a huge payday for McGregor. McGregor retired, air quotes. 
because he didn't want to do all the promotional stuff and and whatnot. So when uh, White got word of all that stuff, he just uh, pretty much told him he couldn't be on UFC 200 anymore. So and and, and just one thing, I hope doesn't happen. I hope Mayweather doesn't fight McGregor. <laughs> man, I kind of hope it does happen. Why do you say no, that? Oh man, why? It's a spectacle, man. Why not? You know, I want to see Mayweather get knocked out. Uh, it ain't gonna happen with Conor McGregor. I don't think so either, man. Uh, Mayweather's too uh, smart for that shit. It may happen, man. If he might, because he can't nobody in boxing do it. Cause he's gonna stay away from him anyway, because he's a real boxer. Right. He's not gonna get himself knocked out. But you go in there with a fighter, you gotta stand some chance. Because guys like me that don't like Mayweather want to see him get knocked out are gonna pay to see it. Right. But yeah, I mean, and that that was and that was the genius of Ali. That's how Ali did his thing because. Hmm. He said he doesn't care if you loved or hated him. Both of them buy tickets. Right. That's a, that's a great point. But I think Mayweather is he's not going to risk uh, getting a loss this late in the in the process, man. You know he's too far think down the road. It. Mayweather, think about it. Mayweather fought every year around Cinco de Mayo against the Mexicans. <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, that's funny, man. I never I never genius. thought about that. Yeah, it's so smart, man. And uh, I genius. think that's I think genius. he's I think he will end up fighting McGregor. Just because it'll be such a huge payday, man. They'll both get an enormous amount of money. So, oh yeah, they're saying they're saying like billion dollar gate. Right, it'll be insane. Yeah, might probably be the biggest pay per view of all time, regardless of sport. Y'all want a team in Vegas? I think so, man. I think it'll be interesting to have a NFL team in Vegas. What do you guys think? Definitely, Vegas is a big city. Got a lot of money. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good look for Vegas. I hate to see Oakland uh, lose the Raiders again, though. You know, they got I, they got the Warriors, man. I, th- I heard the Warriors are going to move too, and to San Francisco, like in three years or something. Oh, that's like moving next door. Yeah, right across the bridge. Yeah, yeah. I well, think Vegas need all the teams: NBA team, baseball team, everything. They don't yeah. get they don't, yeah, get, they they don't, don't get all, all that. They're, man. Top, they're top in NBA also. Yeah, they need that. That's Vegas. Nah, man. I wonder if it's uh, if there's enough residential people there to support an NFL team. Well, that's what they're saying. They're saying it's more than just a strip and casinos. Right. They're saying we're an actual city, and we're big enough to support uh, NFL franchise, NBA franchise. We want to show that by – But uh, I just worry that. with so many things to do in Vegas, you know, so much uh, – too much stuff fighting for your entertainment dollar. You know what I mean? I wonder if, if uh, the Raiders are struggling a bit – People, why would you go see a bad team play when you can go, you know, to any of the big shows that are down on the strip, you know? I wouldn't go see the Raiders play regardless, right? <laughs> I would. I don't care. <laughs> shit. I'll watch anybody play. Yeah, NFL is NFL. Yeah, NFL is right. NFL. But uh, I don't know, man. Hey, Ken, I'm going to let you get out of here, man. All right, man. You, you, hey, you were great. Man. Do you want to plug You want to plug your restaurant? Oh, yeah. Devea's Place, Houston, Texas, 12775. Medfield, if you're ever in the Houston area, look me up. My name's Big Ken. I'll be glad to slide some ribs down your throat, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. I'd like to say, too, man, uh, your your food looks really good. You put a lot of pictures on, and it's a little bit hard to look at them and not be able to, you know, know go man. and go down and get some. You so. got to get that overnight shipping, man. <laughs> Do you have that? Marketing, 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 you know what I'm saying? But, hey, y'all guys, y'all are doing an excellent job. I'd just like to say that, man. We need to get us some – Celebrity guests. Everybody on the sports group need to be trying to get some type of celebrity guest on this show. 
That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. Be good, man. Be good. Thank you, man. I'm proud for you, man. You were great, and uh, I'll be in touch in the group arguing about Draymond Green and whatnot. I'll let you, Big Ken. Yeah, see you, Big Ken. And you will be, right, and you'll be back on come football season. Yeah, just remind me to take off, you know? I got you, man. Thank you very much, All man. Right. All right, Big Ken. Later, man. All right. Well, big, big Ken big on the Ken show, man. On the Side Street uh, Hotline. That was pretty awesome. Uh, right now, we'll plug out to the sponsors, as I just mentioned, Side Street Grill. Uh, 35 South Florence. 35 South Florence. Uh, I know the commercial now. Hey, man. I can pick you up if you need uh, me. <laughs> four to nine's happy hour, Monday through Friday. Tuesday night is pasta, pasta special. Night, yeah. Wednesday night is steak night, four to nine. Uh, couple yeah. of hot bartenders, you couple, know what I'm saying? Couple hot bartenders. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Strong drinks. Strong drinks. <laughs> and a very good brunch Stiff. from 11 to 3 on Sunday. So it's behind the big parking garage in Overton Square. Uh, you messed up, man. Oh. It's not a very good brunch. It's the best brunch in Midtown. The best brunch. Come get some shrimp and grits, man. Oh. All right. Uh, so we just had Big Ken. We kind of discussed the whole show. So we'll just yeah. go ahead and get <laughs> out of here. Yeah, nice we, show. <laughs> we summed it up in 20 minutes. Uh, but a couple more things to harp on. Uh Talked about Ali, who was greatness, right? Yeah, the he, goat, man. The greatest. He brought up Brock Lesnar, who on July 9th will fight Mark Hunt. Now, it's funny. When I first read it, I thought it said Mike Hunt. Yeah. And I'm thinking, that's a prank name? Yeah, so, this is April Fool's. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> yeah. messing with us. But um, but Mark Hunt, it'll be a fun uh, fight to watch. You don't so, have to worry about it being boring so I one got a, way or the other. I got other. a question about Brock. Wasn't he retired? Yeah, he had a uh, some kind of uh, syphilitis. Yeah, right, so like it's a bacteria in the stomach. What yeah, he that? had to lose uh, twelve inches of his colon. But okay, it made him be to where he couldn't fight anymore. And so, he was saying in an interview that that was like really haunting him all along. And I saw that he's glad that he had an opportunity to you know. So can he still fight? I think so. I think he's such a a, a, a phenom, a freak of nature. He's he a big guy. He's yeah, a big guy. He's a big guy. And, and you know, Hunt is a, a knockout artist, like I said before. He's not that much of a tactician. So I think it's a good matchup. It'll be fun to watch, man. It definitely won't be boring, you know. I remember towards the end of Brock's career, he was getting knocked out left and right, though. So. Well, he was 5-3, and three, and he fought yeah. one of them. Like, uh, he shouldn't have fought yeah, one yeah. of the last faults he Mm-hmm. Uh, the Overeem fight, the Alistair Overeem, which is he's an amazing kickboxer fighter, real strong guy too. He shouldn't have fought that fight, man. He did it just just out of pride, you know. See, I had to worry. I think that's maybe sort of a gimmick bringing Brock back. It is to an extent. Yeah, it is so, absolutely. It's a draw, man. Yeah, but so it's that, not like they're bringing in fucking The Rock. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're bringing they're, in somebody who has some actual experience. Fight. I guess. World yeah, champion. I got you. I got you. And uh, Brock's an uh, elite level wrestler. You know, wrestled all through college, mm-hmm. you know, at Minnesota. So, I mean, it's he not de- like he's definitely looked the part. He definitely looked oh, the man. part. He looked the part. That's why know? he's so great at WWE yeah. because he's believable. He's yeah, the he most believable guy the there. Part. Yeah. Yeah. It's not hard to believe he can kick anybody's ass, yeah, you know. Like, motherfucker, yeah. yeah. And like Vince McMahon labeled him, he's a special attraction. Right. Right. That's why you can't throw him out there all the time. It's just every now and then, big matches in UFC, uh, who I said for the longest time is in cahoots with Vince McMahon and them. I was uh, reading on Twitter too, man. All, all the fighters and everything are really excited about the matchup. So, I mean, because I was kind of like, yeah, maybe Hunt's a little past his prime. I was, you know, but uh, it seems to be well regarded. You know, I can't wait to watch it, man. It's going to be fun. Yeah, July 9th. July 9th, it's man. It's a date. It's a, it, it's a double it's date. A date night. Okay. So before we get back to the NBA, we got four teams to discuss today. Today we're going right now. We're going to hop on two. 
mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about some other stuff, and then oh, we'll come yeah. back and do the other oh, two. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good, man. All right. So we're at place number 28, where I have the Tennessee Titans, who were 2-14 and 14 last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the rookie quarterback, Mariota. Mariota. Right. Uh, a lot of people are high on. I personally oh, yeah. am not. I like they, they bring back uh, Mike Malarkey, the head coach, which I thought was kind of by default more so. I don't like that at all. That's well, a one thing that really bothers me about all this, but – well, I, I I didn't like letting Wizard Hunt go. At least give him two uh, years with the rookie. You know? I yeah, totally yeah. agree with uh, that. Yeah. So it was probably kind of, some kind of head button up. Uh, and I think so too. Like wise, Wizard Hunt also. It, it's interesting to see him go back to San Diego. Yeah, because they really thrived under his tutelage. Yeah, you know? that's what he made his name at. Yeah, San Diego. so I, I'm kind of interested to see how that shakes out. You know, Tennessee drafted that cornerback out of um, Alabama. I'm trying to see how that's going to work out. They What's drafted the, a corner? No, nah, the running back out of Alabama. Oh, Derrick yeah, Henry. Henry. Yeah, yeah, that's man. great, man. I like man. how they built the power running game. I can't wait to see that guy with, run. With, with DeMarco Murray, Derrick Henry in the backfield. They're really, it'll really help the quarterback out. Mm-hmm. But back on the coaching situation, I think Mike Malarkey was brought on. I thought they couldn't really get anybody that they really wanted. Right. No, nobody's interested in coming there. It's sort of a Cle- They're turning into a Cleveland Browns situation where there's just it's a revolving door. See, I feel like they're trending up. And a big reason why I have uh, confidence in them, the GM they hired, uh, uh, Patriots guy, John Robinson. Okay. He's the one that, uh, architect of this trade they made, you know, to get all these extra draft picks, which I'm a big fan of that also. And I think he's done a tremendous job of just the little moves he's pulled so far, you know. Re- yeah. Really, really interesting. I think it's because they play in Nashville. <laughs> I mean, Nashville don't seem exciting. You know what I'm saying? You ever been it's, to a Titans game? I haven't, but it just don't seem exciting because they play in Nashville. Like you said, Cleveland, Nashville. What's I heard the they difference? sell pretty well, even, the if they're, even if they're good or bad. Yeah, you know? what's the difference? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's some pretty boring NFL cities out there, though. I mean, Green Bay is a boring city, but, I mean, it's a really good football team. Yeah, I'd love to see a game in Green there Bay. There are cities we wouldn't even know about they didn't have a football team, like – uh, Green Bay, like yeah, where, yeah. Where, where the hell is that? You know, mm-hmm. is it close to Milwaukee? I mean, that's the only other Wisconsin I mean, yeah, city I know. Road. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so Titans. Hey man, can you bang on the wall and tell those people to quit fucking playing this music, man? man yeah. It's all right. We'll just ignore them <laughs> and they'll go away. Uh, Tennessee Titans were two and fourteen. They start off the season. Oh, they can't go nothing but up. Uh, they yes, yeah, <laughs> two, two and fourteen. Uh, they're at home with Minnesota at Detroit, home against Oakland at, at Houston. At Detroit's gonna be a loss. Go ahead. And then at at Houston at Miami. So out of them five, I see one and four, two and three tops. I got them going four and twelve for the season. Really? Yeah, I went over the schedule, and that's that's what had shook out for me. Well, it's not. It's not very a positive. slight improvement, but not very much. So. I mean, their defense wasn't bad last year, so I'm, I'm gonna give them six games. Uh, they went. Their a defense games on their was 27th defense. in the NFL. <laughs> that's not bad, right? But it gave up 27 <laughs> points a game. Yeah, okay, that's a lot of points. Yeah, that's a lot, lot of points. points. And you only scored 19 four so. touchdowns a game. So you're outscored by two scores every game. Uh, hopefully, they can get it together. Hopefully, for them, the quarterback situation works out. That's the key. I don't like Mariota. Yeah. Uh, I want to see him take some hits, see if he can get up and deliver. But that, if, div- that if, division ain't strong either. That division is a lot stronger than it was, though. I really like the their Colts. division a lot. They got the Colts. Colts, Texans. Jaguars are a good team. Jaguars last year. So, so Texans got a quarterback now, right? Supposedly. We'll, we'll see how that works out. Yeah, well, we'll they won without a quarterback last year. Yeah, that's yeah. what we They had a good season even without a quarterback. So. Good all around team just didn't have a quarterback. Right. That's all mm-hmm. they need. Absolutely. Man. So we'll see how that turns out. We're not going to talk about them because they're much higher on the countdown. <laughs> uh, so Tennessee, rough started off, right? Uh, right. Probably won't make the playoffs, last in the division. Oh, uh, hell. They definitely won't make the playoffs. Okay. No. Uh, up next, team number 27, I believe, is the San Francisco 49ers, who last season 6-10, and 10, right, or 5-11? and 11? 
Uh, either. I think it was five, five and yeah, eleven. Five and eleven. Yeah. Uh, they bring in Chip Kelly. They had the worst offense in the league. They scored fourteen point nine points a game. Man, they sucked. Later. Defense was better than given credit for, considering how much they were on the field. Uh, I think Chip Kelly makes a big difference. Before you chime in, CJ, I think you're a little bit of a Niner fan. Uh, Slightly. <laughs> they start off with St. Louis. At Carolina, at Seattle, Dallas, and at Arizona. That is a murderous road. Man, Man the whole schedule's like that, too. There's right not there. a lot of, lot of air. And I think we'll actually – I know you've been a little bit uh, high on us. Like, yeah. you think we'll play better this year. I think we'll take a step back. Uh, and a lot of it boils down to quarterback play. I don't think uh, Gabbard's going to be the guy. And Kaepernick, I he, think he's a done deal. He blew up mentally last year. I, I don't see him coming back from that either. I I'm, thought, I'm thought very it, interested in to see how it'll play with under Chip Kelly's offense. You know what I mean? Why he didn't get out of there? He should have got out of there first thing. First Kaepernick? Tr- yeah, because of the money, man. Man, he should have got out of he there. He can't make this much money. He, yeah, that's he true. would not. I think the big holdup was Denver w- wanted to make the trade. They wanted two years with less money, and mm-hmm. Kaepernick was willing to take the first year at a reduced rate, but he wanted to be a free agent after that. And Denver wasn't willing to give up anything yeah, to make that happen. This yeah. year may ruin his career. If, if he end up on a bench this year, it's over with for him. I think I, it's uh, right there on the edge. I mean, but right you've seen it with Alex Smith. Same situation. You know, he, he struggled for quite a long time. I mean, you never can tell. It, it, I, but you got to think that if Chip Kelly can't bring it out of the kid. It's yeah. over, man. You know what I'm saying? This, this is make a breaker for his career, Kaepernick. And he showed, he showed some uh, flashes you know, early at, in his career. He's athletic. He's got a very strong arm. He's he's tough. Uh, he just don't seem to have between the ears. But if you think about when he played well last, we were very strong up front, a strong defense, and I think that's what we try to do in the off season. During the draft, we had uh, I think thirteen picks, Man. and almost all of it was offensive, defensive line, and uh, secondary. Man, he you was know? awesome on Madden two thousand thirteen, <laughs> dude. Man, Kaepernick, you just went there. Awesome. That's your analysis. It <laughs> was awesome on Madden, dude. I respect it. So was Vernon Davis, man. That dude was hard to guard, man. Oh uh, yeah, but I don't, I don't see it turning out too good, man. Uh-huh. I know that's a tough start, man. Uh, versus the AFC East and the NFC South. Uh, it's tough. Two tough divisions. Got to keep building through the draft, man. I, I and hopefully we can address the quarterback situation next year. Got to hope so. But I like Chip Kelly. I think he's a really good coach. I love it. I hope he doesn't get ran off because I think he will have a tough time. You know, but as long as you see the offense improving uh, upon what they had last year, last year was atrocious. Yeah. Yes. I think as offense, long as that's improving, then I think he'll keep his. I job. I think that'll keep him in town for a couple of years. If, offense. Give yeah. him three years. Yeah, got to be at least. Got to be moving towards contending for the division in three mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be all right. Uh, but I'm excited about and then the, the direction we're going. I just don't think it's going to be good. And there's yet. no expectations. Like you don't even like who's thinking four downs going to be good this year. Well, the last Nobody. time we were in this same sort of situation, we hired uh, Harbaugh, and we were supposed to be sucking for luck, and we ended up, you know, going to the NFC Championship. Yeah, yeah y'all you know? pretty good with Harbaugh. Yeah, but I mean that was right out the gate with mm-hmm. a team that was really sorry the the year before. So I mean, a coach can make a big difference in football. So. The year they but have, it's not going to happen yet. Mike Singletary are blowing up on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, calm down. He just, he should have took a Xenix for every game. I'm glad you mentioned Singletary. I was kind of hoping he would get that Baylor gig, man. He's a former Baylor alum, you know. I think, and uh, he just too, he, he too emotional, man. You know, the coach can't, you can't be that emotional as the coach because the team goes, you go. See, I feel like it works fine in college. Because your players don't stick around forever, you I know. Guess. After three or uh-huh. four years, they're on out the, down the road. They so. kind of were on were on the team. Yeah, we're on a player it works better a, with younger see guys. See a coach hopping up and down and, and <laughs> hollering in your face and 
That dude was man, man. He was obnoxious on the sideline. Yeah, he did. I think he. I, I'm fine with all that shit. But he just did a poor job of getting the plays in. We had so many penalties under, under when he was head coach. So. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, so I expect y'all to be better. Chip Kelly, do a good job. Get the offense going. Definitely better than 15 points a game. I went four and 12, like the Titans. See, I give them six and ten. I give them six wins. I could see that too, but I mean, uh, just looking at the schedule, dude, the schedule has to be the hardest man, one. That, that's a that, that's a terrible schedule. No yeah, first four man. games, shit. Well, it's the hardest one because you're in such a tough division and you have to play Arizona and Seattle twice. Right. So that's four losses. So that chimes. But this is a division losses. game. How are you going to give the Rams credit for a victory? But they, but they can't get one. Seriously though, I gave them six wins. But I'm just saying, you said some of them division games, I they. They but a couple, weeks, a couple weeks ago, we had I the Rams. Did. I did you say that. Said, you said the Rams, and, and not even that, about the playoffs. You just said that they, that you did say that. I, I like the Rams, dude. I like but, the Rams. But, but you said they get games against Arizona and Seattle because okay. of the division, right? They play and, them tough. And, and a defense. That, that's a scrappy team. The Rams are a scrappy team. They've always they been up, up under Jeff Fisher. Yeah, Jeff, we won Jeff one Fisher. division game the whole year. Ooh. That's what I think. One to, out of all You only three beat teams. the Rams once? That's, crazy. That's what I think, man. <laughs> uh, then y'all might be 4-12. and 12. All right. So, <laughs> uh, Frizz to the Grizz. So, the Grizzlies get their head coach. Right. Situation. Uh, what do you got to say about it? I, I like it, man. And, uh, I mean, this is a guy who they were kind of high on throughout the process. We mentioned it uh, two or three times on the show here. You know, his name anyways. But it's a guy you don't really know much about because he's an assistant coach. He's never been a head coach mm-hmm. anywhere. But as soon as I heard him talking, instantly impressed. I like his mindset. He, he comes across really well. And you can see where he'd be relatable to a, a, a veteran-laden team. So you know? what they're saying about this guy, they're saying this guy is one of them guys who could be friends with anybody. They say he could go from the hood to Harvard. Yeah. That's the kind of guy he is. Like He could relate to – Zach Randolph, then he could relate to Mike Conley at the same right. time. You know, um, Mike Conley went to Ohio State, not Harvard, man. I, yeah, I, I'm saying they, they said no, this, this kind of guy he yeah. is. Like he's like, you you know, could, he, he could, could he could walk in the room and say, "What's up, dog?" You couldn't man. think of a white guy to say, "I got the, you, man." You wanted to say Mike Miller. The thing I was impressed by was how he mentioned that he's not afraid to make people uncomfortable. Well, like what? he's a, he's not afraid to address someone's issue or to let them know like hey you can't be doing this or doing that or I, I, I bet I bet he nice as fuck I bet he like Doctor Phil but I, apparently this is like uh, he's come to LeBron and tell him you need to do this okay like, he's okay. the one that you remember there was a big deal about LeBron had no post game mm-hmm. in Miami and Fizdale was a big uh, yeah you know a reason why he developed a and it okay. went away after one season <laughs> but but yeah man uh, Dwayne Wade LeBron James all these guys he's uh, he doesn't mind going up to him and being like, and you he know. He captured their respect. Exactly. Right, so, yeah. so do you think the city going to accept Fisdale? I do, yeah. yeah. I know. think he's so likable, man. And if, he, if and this team is easy to win with. Cause they, they, I mean, not big the city time wins, loved, but. The city actually loved um, Jogger. Jager. Yeah. They loved him, you know. They don't anymore. <laughs> yeah, because he, he basically left with another team, but the city loved him. So he's 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 basically replacing a guy that everybody really loved. Yeah, Jager so, earned everyone's respect. Are we about to respect. blow up? Yeah, my, nah, that's my phone. <laughs> oh, okay. God, dog, man. I thought we was about to die, man. Acts of terrorism. Somebody planted a xylophone in here. Yeah. Anyway, Fizdale, we'll see. We'll see. He started off losing, though. 
He he he'll be out here in one in two years. Nah, man, he'll get three years. Three nah, years. dude, I think he'll do well too. And uh, I think it was smart of him to hire uh, bigger staff. Yeah, he yeah. got you know someone with some head coaching experience. Oh, he, got? he got Van Exel too. Yeah. I love Van Exel. Yeah. Van Exel is like one of my favorite players of all time, man. So them right. all them are guards. You know what I'm saying? Them guys are like guards. Yeah. Apparently, he's supposed to hire at least one more guy with head coaching experience. And then I mean, I really like that. I think that's smart to do if you don't have any yet. I agree. Nick Van Exel beat Memphis State. Five times in one year. <laughs> yeah, Damn. man. I Five still like him too. Times, man. That's amazing. That's unheard of, man. That sleepy eyed bastard. <laughs> man, if you go to the Bass Pro, man, they got his jersey hanging up, man. You know when he came, when, 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 when when Van Exel came to Memphis when uh, the Grizzlies were playing at the Pyramid, right? Uh, Van Exel said, "Man, you know what? I've been so great here. My jersey should be retired in these records. He's like, I'm surprised my jersey ain't up there. You that, know? Was, that was great. Yeah, yeah. He was hilarious. a really good player. Very clutch. No, yeah, man. I don't know how good of a coach he is. but Well, they say he's an upcoming guy, like someone that could be in contention for head coaching. Uh, and you you read all this great shit when somebody gets hired. So, yeah. And, you know, but, we'll but, see. But a lot of guys like him, like Shaquille O'Neal. Right. Guys like that that played with him are like, man, this is the guy. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, he didn't get no ring, so he doesn't get all the glory of like a Robert Wait, Ory. Fizdale played. What? Fizdale played. What are you talking about? We're talking about Van Exel. Nick Van Exel. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Get right. off your phone, that's right what, now. That's what We're take. doing a damn show right he now. He saved man. us from a bomb. I think him. <laughs> Got Jack Bauer over here. <laughs> But uh, I expect it to be go pretty well, man. The Grizzlies still, if, if healthy, if you got Gasol, if you resign Conley, uh, you got, still got the places. You'll still compete, you know, to make the playoffs. But considering you fire Jaeger, right? Right. Then you don't you you swing and miss on um, homeboy who went to the Magic. Yeah, um, Vogel, Vogel, and you don't really. But everyone was like, you know, kind of down on what was left. And then they was like Marcinga too. They were like, what's the dude Marcina for the um, Spurs assistants when they trying to hire him too? Bortega was the one that they were so, higher on. So this is technically like their they third pick, third choice. I don't think so. Because the either. other guy didn't get hired. Mm-hmm. I just think my whole point originally was everyone seemed to be kind of down once we didn't get uh, Vogel. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was kind of like, well, you know, who else could we go to? But after this guy uh, got hired and came out and was interviewed and everything, it seems like there's a, a lot of positivity behind him now. So, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, would you come to Memphis or the Magic Kingdom? I would go to Magic Kingdom too if I was Vogel. Yeah, I would. I mean, I wouldn't personally because I'm a Memphis fan. But, well, I, I mean, just I'm looking at the this, rosters, man. you know. I'm not saying the Grizzlies didn't want Vogel, right? Yeah. But as you as you said, the swing and miss metaphor. Right. I'm not so sure the Grizzlies were trying to get a name like that. Mm-hmm. I think they were trying to build again, yeah. right? Uh, somebody they could unproven, pay less money to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still might build your franchise to where you want it to. They're pretty good at building. They're not great at drafting. They are right. pretty good at building. Uh, but they're, they're good at putting the uh, the lesson plan together, if you will, for the franchise. And they've done good. The last two coaches have gone because they butted heads with management. Right. Same management. Uh, hope that This shouldn't be that type of situation, but you never know. Uh, but that was the downfall of Hollins. That was the downfall of Jaeger. It wasn't their coaching. Mm-hmm. It was the inability to get, uh, get along with management. Get along with management. And players, for that matter, too. I mean, not so much with uh, Jaeger, but there were a lot of headbutts with uh, Hollins, Hollins, who's just yeah. stubborn, you know, right? Which you know, I mean, let them let them tell her Jaeger was stubborn. I mean, who's, I, who, I, I who's really stubborn who's coach. really stubborn? Management I, or coaches? I think I, it's management. I think it's everybody. I think it's management. You don't want a puppet coaching your team, man. Nah, you want man. a guy who believes in I what he's doing. I think they want a puppet. I they want a puppet. So. You know, um, I think they want a guy who's not going to openly criticize. 
management. Yeah, Jaeger was he, and also not asked for interviews with other teams every yeah, two years. But then I know. think that was Jaeger's immaturity. Jaeger was pretty young, man. I think we might be older than Jaeger. How old is Jaeger? He's in his thirties. Yeah, he was Late pretty 30s. young. So you know, he, he he's older than us, though. Yeah, nah, I, I'm saying he was he's pretty not older than Darnell. He was, Darnell. Pretty, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty immature though. So you know what I'm saying? I think that had to do with his age. Lionel Lionel was a different story. He was just an old school NBA vet. He just knew he just I knew. still love it, man. He knew everything. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it was the different situations on that, I think. But I think it could turn out good. I think it could turn out bad, but I don't think it'll turn out horrible. I'm super optimistic about but it. But I, I don't think that really a guy like Vogel was if you if you really would have thought you could have got Vogel, I heard the job was on the table for him. Like yeah. he turned it oh, down. They would have gave it to him. Yeah, yeah. I, but I don't think he was our as you Darnell. You said the third third choice. I don't think so as much. I think you just go through like Houston went through fifteen guys before going back to. Yeah, I don't know who else got offered other than Vogel. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I heard it was just Vogel and then Fizdale. But it wasn't definitely wasn't all, all eggs in that basket, and then we settled right. for Fizdale. That's, right. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't like Josh Passner. Yeah. Like when we lost Calipari, we tried for A, B, or C, and then we're like, oh, we'll just give it to this guy sitting here. You know? <laughs> but even like, back then, I think the Tigers weren't <laughs> really trying to. They messed up on that one. Right. But I don't think back then, like I think it was all for the fans to think that we're trying. Well, we tried for Bobby Knight. We got Josh Passner. Hey, you know what there I mean? you go. He's pretty. Uh, yeah, man. You know, <laughs> he's, Nobody he's, wanted that fucking job gorgeous. after Calipari, man. No, nah, nah, I mean, you nah. couldn't get that job nowhere. I mean, who, how are you going to live up to that kind of hype? In Memphis. In Memphis. Yeah, right. And he's taking the whole team with him. All right. Uh, but I think Fisdale's a good hire. Like, Me too. I like, I like the way he's carrying himself. Thumbs up, man. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah. He, he, he gets uh, established guys on his bench with him. All right, okay. I'm he about likes to, to be I'm called out. It. I'm about to say it. Mm-hmm. What is he black or white? Is he mixed? He's, what is he? I think he's black, right? He's black, yeah. What yeah. is he? You sure? Yeah. The guy looks, he's pretty, pretty light-skinned, man. Apparently, his wife is <laughs> super hot, too. I heard this uh, guy on ESPN Radio. It might have been uh, Jalen Rose or somebody uh-huh. or... Uh, Freddie Coleman, I love Freddie Coleman. But anyways, they were talking about the Fisdale hire, and they were saying how his wife's really attractive, and they were saying how it says something about a coach who can sell himself to a really attractive woman, someone who's more attractive than he mm-hmm. is. You know what I mean? It's your ability to sell what you're doing to other people. You know? Yeah, babe, I make $500,000 a year. <laughs> yeah, right. So, babe, I make $800,000 a year. Slide into the DMs. <laughs> um, well, good hire. We'll see what happens. So, uh, I was, I was, I'm a big fan of Colin Cowherd. I bring him up every week, right? Right. Uh, he was doing this thing where he's saying LeBron James, the most valuable guy in the NBA, like he'll turn your team around and everything. Mm-hmm. But he has maxed out, right? He's basically hit the plateau. He can't shoot threes. He doesn't really dunk. Hold on. He don't shoot anymore. Have you noticed that? Golden State's trying to get him to shoot. He won't nah, do he it. He will not shoot He'll a jumper drive in on save 15 guys. Yeah. Like, damn, Brian, you dead uncomfortable about your jumper. Go ahead, Pacuto. No, no, no. You're cool because yeah, like, you're absolutely right. I'm like, what's up with your – like, I've been watching these games. LeBron will not shoot a jumper Pull to save up, his man. life. They're not guarding you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he yeah. just won't. He won't. And, um, you know, they're not calling the fouls. No. But so, they haven't been. Yeah. He so. should have adjusted by now and mm-hmm. not expect to get the calls. And I know it's frustrating. Just playing in city leagues, right? Right. Like, I've jumped up for jumpers, and I'm a big guy. I'm 265 pounds, right? And I jump up in the air, and I get punched in the stomach by a defender. No call, right? Mm-hmm. And then you come down, and you like you seem like you just breathe on a guy, and they're Beep. shooting free throws. You know, yeah. I, I, I love the league in technical fouls, but LeBron James does a good job of uh, 
not letting it get to him too much, but you can tell it bothers him. Oh, and at this he, point, he has to let that go. He's not going really to get the frustrated. calls, man. He's super frustrated right man, now. Man, he looked like he just about to cry, man. Right. I don't I'm blame him. Because you look at this. I was saying this the other night, man. You're just watching uh, game one and game two. CJ, we watched them both together, right? Right. Well, at least most of game two. Then we started playing Madden. Well, I would have <laughs> too, man. I mean, I you the saw that they in quit. The, in the third quarter, I turned the game off. I couldn't watch them. They knew it was That's what we did, yeah. It was a bloodbath. Yeah, once it got over 20, they seemed like We made it to the beginning of the fourth quarter, and it was just like, ah, yeah, it wasn't it. happening, man. Yeah. I wonder how much advertising dollar every ABC lost because of the, it's a blowout. You know what I'm saying? Because people turn away from the game, and that's that's well, ratings. That's ratings. Game one was the high, highest watching I, I, watched game of uh, all time. I bet game three don't don't um, rate high. Disagree. It will. I think Cause so because it's, it's in Cleveland. I think it would have been another game in Oakland. Man, people are like, oh, this. this ah, everybody thinks it's over, but you got to give LeBron a home game. League-wide, too. I mean, nationwide, too. LeBron's still a villain. And I believe everybody wants to see the pretty boy Curry beat the villain. You know what I mean? So, like, even if LeBron gets swept, I think all four games will get watched. Uh, Agree and disagree. Mm -hmm. All right? Guys like myself, and I'm more in the minority. I'll admit that, right? But I'm hating on the young, cocky Golden State Warriors. See, that's my point. I like uh, guys like us. Yeah, we we don't want to see the the number one team win. Right. But the majority of America – they're huge. They're behind Warriors right now, yeah. and you of, don't want to see a lot, of band, a lot of bandwagon fans. Yeah, they're like fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. look, I, I just I'm just waiting to see one blemish on that perfect record of Golden State. I'm like, I'm sick and tired of seeing the perfectness. We like, had that chance, yeah. and OKC blew it. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm sick and tired uh, of it. Every other champion lost before they won. You had them on the ropes, man, and you and you danced around it, man. You didn't go uh, for the yeah. knockout. Yeah, they they fucked it up. Bad. Uh, I knew we were being fooled by Cleveland too, man. Just running through the East like that, like. But they've gotten to the finals and it's just not the same fighting in them man like they i think they're they, being outclassed man i just think they know they, they are, can't win they are, they are class they are class i mean go to state team is like 12 deep they've been they bench could start could be a starting right. five you know, like think about the people off of their bench they and they're eight. doing a fantastic was, job too of, of a game play. and this is what like eight games in a row they beat uh man. cleveland golden state has man. going back to last year's finals like yeah, eight. Because it was four, and then two in the regular season, and then four, yeah. uh, they two didn't, more. They didn't win four, four in a row in the finals last year. Did they not? Okay. No, because they were down 2-1. I know that. Okay. Well, I think it's seven then. I heard it on the radio. Yeah, they, they it's have, seven or they eight. They beat Cleveland seven straight times. Yeah, that's insane, time. man. That is, man. man Cleveland, well, you got, Cleveland was going to Richard Jefferson as the go-to guy yesterday. Because he's the only guy that wanted to step up. Because like, Smith is sucking so bad. Yeah. 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 You know, here's the thing, man. Like, uh, here, Here's Tyrone Lue's defensive adjustment. I'll sum it up real quick, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, Livingston's killing us? Hey, LeBron, go guard him. Yeah, right. Oh, uh, now Draymond Green's? Hey, LeBron, go guard him. And then go dry, guard Iguodala. Yeah, go guard, go guard Curry. Curry. Yeah. And he's doing a good job. Whoever he's guarding, yeah, he's yeah, doing yeah. a phenomenal job. Yeah, right. But, like, I've seen him, like, uh, make Curry look like a kid. And just throw up shots, air balls. Who gets the rebound? Bogut. Zeely. You know what I mean? The rest of the, rest of the team is not helping LeBron out. Yeah. And LeBron will quit on you. Them he guys, proved this 2010 or whenever it was, man. Right. He will disinsert himself out the game. Mentally. He will yeah. quit mentally. He'll he quit, quit on you, mentally. man. Yeah. And, you know, Scottie Pippen, they had a conversation. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good, uh, I was listening to Mike and Mike this morning. Of course, you know, the uh, primary focus on their show was Muhammad Ali, of course. Uh, I don't have that kind of time to dedicate to anyone, no matter how great they are. Uh, but he has Scottie Pippen, John Sally, and guys like that on. Um, and Scott has got a rivalry with LeBron. They've kind of had words back and forth. Yeah, Nothing too out of the uh, out of the way. I but. think Scottie Pippen's sort of jealous of that guy. He gets he a could. little bit too much credit. Well, mm-hmm. I think Scottie Pippen's like 
that's me if I don't play with Jordan. I agree. You know what I mean? And Steve Kerr said this. So that He's Scottie Pippen, not LeBron James. Now, I don't know why that's some kind of great knock. Like, I've had this. I had it went live on Facebook talking about everybody's knocking LeBron James as he isn't Michael Jordan. But, I mean, that's how is that a negative thing, right? Yeah, right. Uh, LeBron he's James, still a, an amazing player. He's a great player. Uh, but he can't do it alone. And very few guys can't. Yeah, um, and the guys that we've named have not done it alone, so you can't even say that they have. I'm, I'm so ashamed of Kyrie Irving right now. Kyrie Kevin Irving, Love, Kevin Love, like, man, all that supporting cast, man, that shot the ball so great. Golden State's doing a, a good job ads. game planning too. With they're just guarding all the shooters and and backing off LeBron a little bit and just being like drive in and beat me, drive in and score or shoot and score, man. You know? I will put I will put I will start Della Dover before I start. Della I told Dova, you that last. Della Dover playing night. better than I would take Jr. Smith out. Yeah, uh, going like, into the series, <clears throat> excuse me, in the playoffs, uh, the team, you know, most stats are now done per one hundred possessions in the NBA because it's right. not fair about PER. Yeah, yeah so uh, per one hundred possessions, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers were negative twenty three on defense with Kyrie Irving on the floor. Mm-hmm. Now he makes up for some on offense, and he. You know, he's outclassed. He can't guard any of the guys on Golden State's team. LeBron's around negative 20. Because he's on the floor the whole time. Exactly. And they're getting their ass whooped. Now. Yeah. It it wasn't like that before the series, though. Mm. Uh, But uh, you got to play Irving because he's an elite scorer. I was going to say a while ago, we were talking. He don't look like it now. I didn't want to interrupt. But I feel like uh, Tyrone Liu has a, a huge inability of just subbing guys in and out. You see it with uh, Kerr, whoever else. Uh, Kerr's got the deep-ass team. But even like a, a Donovan, Popovich, whoever, you know, something ain't working, you're going to try to do something to fix yeah, it. I'm, it seems like Lou's just like, well, these are my guys, and I'm yeah, rolling with them. Yeah, you yeah, know? a lot of guys on the bench. Big Ken, I'm surprised he didn't bring it up. Of course, I was kind of rushing him a little bit, I guess. But uh, like he was bringing up play Mo Williams. You yeah. got people on the bench that yeah. can play. I think Mo Williams probably will change the series. Well, I, I don't know about change the series. I'm not agreeing and disagreeing. He has a shot. But man. he can have more of an impact than J.R. Smith. Because yep. if J.R. Smith isn't hitting shots, he's not going to mm-hmm. play defense. Yep. I think Della Dova and also Mozgov. Those Mozgov are two guys that I was need to be inserted into the game, man. Because Cause they give you different looks. And Golden State's going big. Like right. they're playing, they got Bogut, uh, Verajal, and Azili. They're right. in there all the time. Spates, all you those know, guys. Yeah, Golden State went small against Oklahoma City. That scared Cleveland. Right. You know what I mean? That's like a we'll we'll go small. We'll go small and outrun them. That's yeah. lose. Yeah, idea. exactly. I did yeah. not get that at all. Yeah. I'm not it's saying not slow working. it down and and feed it in. So I'm not saying that. Still play your I tempo. Am. I think you should do that. Well, slow it down. Spot your guys up. Put your fries well, and everybody out I there. And I don't. Well, you can't play up tempo with Golden State. No, but you, all year you you're an up tempo team. It doesn't mean you have to jack shots up like you're the Phoenix Suns of 2004. Mm-hmm. But you can still have an up tempo and still get good shots. Feed the ball on the post. You don't have to dribble the shot clock out. I would just try to limit uh, Golden State's possessions. Yes, as much as possible. Because I mean, this is what's crazy, man. This is the stat that blew my mind the most, and we're watching it as this is happening. You know, Golden State won by 40 points, almost mm-hmm. uh, whatever it was, 33 points. Uh, they could have won by 40 if they wanted to. Right. Uh, 50. But they had over 20 turnovers. And you still win by 30-something points, man. That's what blew my mind. And and uh, Curry and Thompson aren't really doing much. Doing anything, Man, Ghost, they were scoring their wheel on them guys, man. They, Cleveland had just gave up. If I were Cleveland, I would play zone. They gave up. Now, <laughs> Kevin Love's probably not going to play. 
uh, with the concussion. You know, he's he's soft, man. Bitch. Mm-hmm. Dude's as soft as Milton Butter, man. Bitch. I do feel like when he came out the game, though, he looked lost. He looked like he was seeing man. stars or yeah, something. Yeah, he just you know? didn't want to play no more, man. He did see stars, number 30. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he just didn't want to play no more. <laughs> around him they yeah. were lighting their ass up man uh but moving forward like i proposed this in the sports grade don't know if you saw it if not i gotta obviously gotta bring it up i was saying if you're cleveland and it, there'll be some more pieces chimed in on this but i'm like you can do uh because i'm big for getting mellow with lebron i don't know why i'm so infatuated with this but i am whatever here it is so i'm like you phil jackson would do kevin love for carmelo anthony you know what i mean Probably so. uh, i don't know I, and i would do Kyrie for chris paul now long term your team's not looking so hot but I want a freaking ring, right? I'm Cleveland. That's all you need. That's what you need, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like Danny Dollar, buddy, wrestling buddy of mine, uh, chimed in. He's like, it's about the supporting cast, and I totally don't disagree with that. Right. But you got to have – if you want to beat Golden State, you got to have some guys that can flat foot. You can't out-bench them, out-depth them. It's not mm-hmm. going to happen. You got some guys that can shoot. And somebody's bringing it up today. I was, I was at work this morning. They were like, well, what's going to happen when Golden State loses their pieces? They may lose a Harrison Barnes. You know what I mean? But they're going to stay deep. I don't think deep. he makes a difference. Go ahead. Not, not, he doesn't. Because yeah. you're so deep. And the guys that are deep, Livingston, Barbosa, whoever, uh, they're veterans. Yeah. Iguodala's a veteran. He ain't going to have to go start nowhere to And I was career. telling you, too, I believe once those guys leave, you'll have these other veteran guys want to go there and, and play, play with Curry, Curry and, and get a ring. Yeah, know? but it's not going to be the same fit. That, that team is just like a glove. They just fit so perfect, man. They, they do, really man. do. Yeah, yeah. Kurt, a Kurt is a phenomenal coach, man. He is, man. What he did against the Thunder when he had his back against the wall super impressive man really just kept fighting and really figured out put the puzzle together and 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 took the series you know i don't like Draymond green and there's a thunder again (laughs) choking though time after time the thunder have just choked they could have won well i thought that game seven i thought that kevin durant uh waited too late to get aggressive like you could tell when he got aggressive because westbrook's aggressive guy westbrook would hand on the ball and he was backpedaling out the way so you knew Durant said, give me the damn ball. It's my time. But you waited too late. You should have done that at the five-minute mark when you're down six or whatever. I feel like Golden State flipped the switch defensively, too. Like, they've really turned up their defense. You know, you look at, you know, after being down 3-1, you, the amount of points they're giving up per game, it's, it's got to be pretty good. A lot of the, uh, people ain't talking about this. I think Golden State the most conditioned team too, because they were run you up and down the court so many times, and the other they, teams just they get don't have slower to be because they're so deep. Because they're so deep, it's right. slower. Goes, yeah. they are well conditioned. Yeah, of well conditioned style yeah. they play, mm-hmm. but, but they don't have so to play deep. as many minutes. Yep. Yeah, and everybody they got can play that way. And you right. can see the other team is getting slower and slower as the game go on. But Golden State getting faster and faster, right. faster and faster. Like, man, they just shooting threes. Quicker I don't know quicker. if they get faster, but they stay fast while the other team slows yeah, down. Right, so it makes them. I've noticed that last. Man, Cleveland Cavaliers look like they 1985 team. They look like the Knicks. <laughs> but a lot of you people know, they, were bragging on their, uh, they was their supporting cast so through the playoffs. Slow. They you know, so slow. Before it, game uh, one and two, I mean, there was a ton of people taking Cleveland, man. They I were know. kind of the trendy pick. It's funny, going into it, I was like, Cleveland's going to win this series. I didn't and think then, so. then when I heard Mike and Mike both picked them, right. I changed my pick, right? So right. I wasn't on record. I didn't have a chance to do that. <laughs> yeah. But I changed my pick once I heard Mike and Mike both picked them. I'm against whatever like Mike so Greenberg picks. if Cleveland get the next two games, could they win the series? Yeah, no. but they're no. not going to. They're not going to beat. I don't think they get the next two games, though. That's No, name. I don't either. They're not no. going to win, what, four out they, of the next five? Is they, that what they need to do? If they get the next two games, it's anybody series. But four out of five against Golden State? I ain't going to happen, I dude. don't think they win a game. They had to figure something out. They had to figure something out. Curry got to break his ankle. 
Something like that. Or Draymond Green. I think Green. they would win without There'd Curry. They're beating them without Curry now. Curry's yeah. playing like 20 minutes Yeah, but shit. see, Curry's also playing a decoy, too. Like, they, they, they spreading Curry and Klay Thompson so far out. He ain't even playing that many minutes, He's really. not. He's not. Tyrone Lue wouldn't even figure that out, so we yeah. don't even have to worry <laughs> about that. They playing him so far out with a open, the, the middle of the court. It's, like, wide open. They throwing, like, behind the back passes through the paint. Yeah. It's nobody's to, there. Because nobody's guarding Draymond Green. Nobody's guarding Draymond Green. You know Green. that. Uh, and everybody's looking at Curry and Thompson. And Golden State's clogging the middle, man. Eight you can't of, drive in on eight, them. Eight, nope. eight out of every one of uh, ten Draymond Green's shots that he makes is assisted. Which means he's being left open. Now he's cutting to the basket. He's hitting his shots and all mm-hmm. that. I ain't taking away from him. No, they would leave him wide but open. But it's, it's, it's assisted shots, right. and that's what the defense is giving. I don't understand that game plan at all. Yeah. I think you got the athletes to man up. Nobody can guard Curry, right? LeBron can't guard everybody, but I think you can man man make up. Make them beat you. Make them beat you, man. Well, yeah. make one or two guys beat you. Don't don't let all of them beat you. No, nah, man. And you know, like I said, it's not Thompson and Curry. It's Iguodala. It's Barbosa, Livingston, right. and Draymond Green's balling, you know. But it's them guys. Everybody's beating you, man. Because Kyrie can't guard a soul on the team. Man, he can't right? guard nobody. They need to play zone. I know they'd be embarrassed. And play, well, they need to play two, three, th- two, but three you zone. Don't have, if you're only going to play three, two zone. But if you're playing Richard Jefferson and Tristan Thompson up front, you can't play zone. Because you, you don't got nothing inside, and I don't think you want to play Golden State Zone. I mean, you, I mean, you could try it. It's what they doing now is not working. <laughs> you need to play like a a four one zone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everybody yeah, on the perimeter, man. That's what I'm trying to say. You got to play some kind of zone, a boxing man. one or something. Yeah, dude, because them dudes are just shooting the lights out, man. I've never seen uh, a team. I don't see. We're this. watching history. Yeah, that's I, what, history. I maintained that the whole time. Yeah, you watch that's the why I thought they would win the whole appreciate thing. Appreciate this, appreciate this, but you don't have to like it. This appreciate, it. respect it. I, I respect it. You know yeah. what I mean? Scotty Pippen says that they would still the '96 Bulls would sweep this team. I doubt it. I don't man. think this so. Team but a I, shooting team. They'd still shoots. win. That's still win. They would dominate this team. Yeah, I think so too. I I think you, it'll be six games, five six games. What will? But they wouldn't sweep them though. You think they? You think they better stop them though? Offensively, yes, yeah. absolutely. Now, I think they would have no answer for the physicality of that issue. No, nah, they. No, nah, that team was very really, very physical. I get. I give it to them that. Yeah, one. and it's a different era. Yeah. I don't think which rules you played by. I think the Bulls would think about Robin fucking with uh, Green. Yeah, come on, and, yeah, Robin yeah, was yeah, shit man. Green down. Yeah, man, he, now he'd be the only player to shit Green down. Robin, and you could put Pippen on uh, Curry Gr- or. Dr- Dr- Draymond Green, I, I would put Pippen on Clay Thompson. Draymond yeah. Green mentally struggled with Stephen Adams. Imagine yeah. what he'll do with Dennis Rodman. Rodman, Rodman eat his shit, man. <laughs> he would eat him a lot. Yeah, that'll be good. But it's no Robin in the nuts and Robin to give him a kiss or something. You know, shit. you know who they compare to the Golden State team to? The bad boys. That 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 kind of tripped me out. When I thought How about so? it, when I thought about it, because they had the two small guards who was shooting all them jumpers everywhere, and then they had you know the big man who could um, pop out and shoot Jays. Thompson's not small. Yeah, I mean, Thompson's but six seven. He's he's more like six 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 five. I but, think he's six seven six eight. But he plays small. He don't play big. He's a shooter. Yeah, I don't think he plays. He doesn't in the take post, to the hole or nothing. But it's, they, they're kind of similar. You know what I mean? Totally disagree, man. They're kind of similar. You know, I don't think it's you want to say Isaiah Thomas similar to Curry. No. If you look at uh, their role on the team, you just got Isaiah Thomas off them Piston teams, man. That team doesn't win anything. Yeah, that's that's time. Never won an even MVP, did he? A Finals MVP. Never won a, a league won, MVP, but he won, won two rings. Yeah, he won two rings. He got he two won rings. two rings. Him and Joe Dumar. Yes, sir. Best backcourt ever, man. Oh yeah. Oh oh. oh. Better than Clay Thompson and better shooting. No, would I take him? Yeah, man, I'll take him. 
Isaiah Thomas is the greatest little guy I ever saw, man, and the greatest little man to ever play the game. Man. You How tall was Isaiah? Six, six foot? Six, six one tops. Nah, dude, six he's, one, yeah. he's small. He's a a small guy. six one. He's a little guy. He's, he's better than I. He's little the now. Best six six foot and under. That's always the. I big think he's argument. the best. I, I think I'll rate you. You got your seven footers. Mm-hmm. Then you have your guys that are under six five. And I think you go under six five. I will argue to the death that you can't name anybody better than Isaiah Thomas. Under six five. Because big Oscar Robertson was six five. It's him, it's him and uh, Iverson are the only two probably mm-hmm. in the right runnings. Then you, know? you got Westbrook coming a new school player. Curry in that in that same same yeah, boat too. He's getting into that he's conversation. That, that but those guys ain't done it done shit long enough. And, and Westbrook, he's not in this conversation until he wins something. Yeah, he's got to yeah, win. Something. He maybe one of the players never win. We out, they're not. They're not. He's not going to win with Durant. And, and you know, openly, everyone has to know that I am biased in this conversation. I named my daughter after Isaiah Thomas. Oh, so yeah. you know, got nothing to love for Zeke. the guy. But it's how I feel. Not I want to hear you argue Isaiah and Westbrook, your two favorite boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> Next show, man. Next show. Because uh, way the Westbrook dresses, man, you got to take Isaiah Thomas. But uh, I think I'm going to send a shout-out to the sponsors right quick. Uh, 30, 35 South Florence, Side Street Grill, uh, 4 to 9. Let me think. No, 4 to 7 is happy hour, Monday through Friday. Uh, pasta night, Tuesday night. Steak night is Wednesday night, 4 to 9. Uh, brunch, the best brunch in Midtown's 11 to 3 on Sundays behind the big parking garage in Overton Square. On 35 yeah. South Florence. Yes, or you can Google South, 31 South Florence, South, which is South uh, the Red Bar, which is connected next door, South where you can go side. smoke and uh, not smoke anything. That's what parking lots are for, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Uh, smoke, sex, all that stuff goes on at the Red, red there, Bar. There's a lot of stuff that goes on, uh, it, but I just want everyone to know it is not a gay bar. Because uh, that seems to be the reputation. Uh, it's what I thought it was before I started working there. You told me your boy, uh, it was going to either be a hot chick or a dude in some short shorts. Yeah, man. You're never, <laughs> oh, Lord. You never know what you're going to get, man, for sure. But you come on down 35 South Florence. What you will get is uh, you'll have a good time, strong drinks, good food. And um, and we just hired another great cook. So chances of your food being even better. You got money in the building. You got money in the building. He was, supposed, he was supposed to be on the show tonight, but he had to cut his mom's grass. So oh, I'm not man. surprised. Yeah, man. Oh, man. I'm going to get him on here. Stood, I'm going to give him the Bobo treatment. I'm us not up. surprised. You us up, dude. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get him on here, man. Uh, but, yeah, so Side Street Grill, check it out. Come eat, have fun, all that good stuff. Um, so we talked about LeBron. Do you think LeBron will leave Cleveland? Nope. I think my my whole uh, mm-hmm. thought process was he would leave if they won the championship, and, uh, and I, I don't think he will once they lose. He, he I think he'll to- make demands like, "Hey, you got to uh, trade this guy, get a new coach, whatever it is." Because I heard he wanted Mark Jackson. Like he, can, he can't afford to leave it. It 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 mess his career. I up. think it all comes down to, and I keep saying Carmelo, right? Mm-hmm. But he's going to play with somebody else. That's the only way he's going to win. And he's got to know it's not because like, you're not good enough because these other teams are stacked, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. You need a superstar to win. How, how much longer is Golden State to all together? Not counting Harrison Barnes or Equidollar or whoever. Uh, well, two well, years, the big three. Yeah, two. They definitely together next year. But they haven't. They haven't. Did they max out Draymond Green yet? No, yeah, no. Nah, they gave. They paid him. They paid 80? Draymond. They paid Draymond. Like not 80, maxed yeah. them out though, right? They're not maxed them out, but they yeah. paid him for like the next five, six years. They paid him. Damn, that was smart. They paid Draymond. They That'll paid change. Clay. They That'll paid uh, now. Because people are talking about Durant going there. I don't see a can't beat him, join him type of scenario there. No, nah, they would have to drop off uh, Thompson or something. Yeah, yeah they, had, they had to. Yeah, they had to get rid of us when they started. We were Durant. talking about how uh, will we ever see Thompson as the main player on a team? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of interesting to just talk about. Q and I talked about. What do you think, Darnell? 
I don't think he could um hold a team by himself because the only thing he really do is spot up shoot. Who? Clay Thompson. I think Kate, you Clay know what Thompson he don't do enough. Be the best player on the team. Yes, but he don't do enough. I think he's a two way player. Yeah, uh, maybe the best two way shooting guard. I don't see him all around enough. All he does, yeah, he shoots. To, to your point, go. Excuse me. To your point, in Golden State. All he's done is been an elite shooter. And, well, what's wrong with that? Though? And a good defender. I'm just saying that's not proven to be yeah uh, you best got, player on your team type of guy. I'm not saying he can't. Mm-hmm. I'm saying in Golden State, he does, shot the ball. Does he make of other Curry. players better? I don't think so. Does no. he rebound? It's the same argument with Draymond. It's the same argument with I Curry. I think Draymond makes other team uh, players better. Yeah, Draymond does because he assists. He rebounds. Yeah. He, he plays, his yeah. team and assists and uh, rebounds. Draymond makes other players better, not not Clay. Curry, I think Curry does too because he just draw all the defense. To Wasn't him. Draymond like number six in the league in assists or something like that? He was up there. Yeah. He was up there. He, I, I think. I think he's first a, team I, all defense. Second think, team all. Uh, I think Draymond NBA. Green is Magic Johnson. In a big man's position, I don't agree with that at all. No, I, I do, at all, man. I do. I I Magic he, Johnson was—he's just a poor man's Charles Barkley, man. I think he's a poor but man's he Magic he Johnson. He couldn't play in a physical. I league. told you who he reminds me of: Ron Artest. Not game-wise, but just uh, personality-wise. He do kind of like, like, you remember Artest was like one of the better players in the league yeah, for a he, year or two, and then he, he kind of imploded. I, I could see Draymond doing the same thing. Yeah, at the time he was going twenty five points a game. Right, you know he's the best. Yeah. He's the best rebounder. So yeah, he was pretty good. And then they had the malice in the palace, and it just all kind of fell Thought apart. Haymakers. He became yeah. meta world peace. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, we're gonna hop back to the NFL and our next two teams. Uh, what team is this? 27, 26. My beloved Philadelphia Eagles uh, finished season last night. Uh, last season at seven and nine. Uh, last year offense wasn't too bad. Uh, they turned the ball over a lot. They dropped the passes a lot. A lot of passes. Um, defense was horrible. Uh, it came from being on the field, you know, 75% of the game uh, because of the turnovers and the drop passes. Uh, new head coach Doug Peterson comes from Andy Reid uh, coaching tree, so it should be. I, I would like a different quarterback besides Bradford, but saying that, Bradford impressed no. me. You drafted yeah, one. I do you have a wins. different quarterback. Yeah. I, think, I think Bradford will start the game, start the season. Yeah, I agree. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and Who knows, though? If dude beats him out. Yeah, because you know? Yeah, it doesn't seem like he wants to compete for the job. That's Wins job. The Philadelphia Eagles play the AFC North and the NFC North. Uh, AFC North. AFC, AFC North, North is yeah. a tough division, three teams deep. NFC and Cleveland's North is coming soon. home. Yeah. And AFC North, uh, NFC North, pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Uh, four tough teams, right? The Lions. Uh-huh. Uh, except for the Lions, the right? Lions. Except Why? for the Lions. And, uh, we beat the Eagles every year. So they gave up 135 yards a game on the ground. Now, mm-hmm. a big chunk of that came in a three-game span of the Bucks, the Lions, and who was the Y'all Lions? gave up 185 Lions to the – No, 135. To, to the Lions? I don't remember. We gave up like two-something to Tampa Bay. Wow. Like Doug Martin. Doug Martin was uh, like top five in the NFL in rushing this year. Yeah, well. He's a great rusher. He got yeah, a third a of his yards in one game versus us. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, like – yeah, seriously, he had like 190 yards on 11 carries or something. Y'all defense yeah. was tired. So, yeah. It was tired. Our, our defense Chip, quit on that team. Chip Kelly was like, <laughs> but Chip Kelly's out of there. He's in San Francisco on the team that we previously discussed. Um, got a lot of offensive talent. You got receivers through the first 10 games last year. Now I know I'm a Philadelphia Eagle fan, so I'm a little bit more statistically inclined here. But you go uh, for every eight pass attempts, there was a drop. Mm-hmm. So if you look at for every 40 pass attempts. Which is a regular in the NFL. Drops. That's five drops for for forty. That's and that's an astronomical uh, that's amount. Huge. Yeah. Uh, so Jordan Adams has to step up. They get rid Jordan of Jordan Matthews. Jordan Jordan Matthews. Sorry. Yeah. That's all. Uh, good. Jordan Matthews needs to step up and be the guy. They got him to be the him or Algalar. 
Yeah, you know, Aguilar was a high pick. I don't know none of those guys. He's just a punt returner. I don't know none of those guys. They're young dudes. But you get rid of Demarco Murray. You get rid of Kiko Alonso, Maxwell, the guys that Chip Kelly brought in. So in one off season, you're able to kind of. Uh, addition by subtraction and you're you're erasing what he's done right get them guys that LaShawn McCoy was a mistake getting rid of him uh, but I don't really have too much beef with anything else that they've done as far as getting rid of anybody else yeah man uh, my analysis dude I was pleasantly surprised by the uh, transactions you guys did in the offseason I mean you gave up quite a, mi- a bit addition by subtraction subtract- mm-hmm. of course but uh, getting uh, McLeod from uh, Rams, the Rams. I like McKelvin pretty good, and Brandon Brooks, the guard out of the Texans, mm-hmm. really big time guard, man. Kind of underrated, and that was a big issue for you guys last yeah. year. People were blitzing right up the middle, yeah. you know, and and uh, I just remember that being a big issue. So. It was an issue, and we couldn't run up the middle. All our runs were to the outside. It was. It, our offense was flawed last I year. I still don't agree with the whole trading for the fucking number one pick or whatever but uh your team doesn't look as bad as i had thought you know mm-hmm. go, going into this analysis we, i think our secondary is better i agree uh, i think our linebackers are okay uh we got fletcher cox up front um he's amazing the fact is man you can't have them on the field you know 45 minutes a game mm-hmm. you know 40 45 minutes a game in a 60 minute game you just can't do it now if they're on the field for 80 90 snaps man no defense is going to How mad would it. you be if you guys signed Arian Foster? Mad? I kind of heard somebody talking about that the other day. I mean, Arian Foster, big time running back. That's man. cool, man. But he stays hurt, though. He yeah. is. But, he's you know, a glass joke, but he's a big time running think back. Between him and Ryan Matthews, mm-hmm. I think you got something going, man. You know, we, I think he's amazing. I we, love Arian Foster. But he just can't stay on the field because yeah, right. he's, he's vegan. But, you know, we drafted <laughs> the Big 12 uh, leading rusher out of West Virginia. I can't think I, of his I name. got that in my notes. Smallwood. Yeah. Yeah, so, fifth round pick. So yeah. that's, Smallwood. That's a, that's a sneaky pick. <laughs> <laughs> I like that pick, man. It's, it's, Smallwood. It's a sneaky pick. Yeah, man. I was going over the uh, a pro, pro Football Focus is a really good website, mm-hmm. man. They really do a good job of anal- uh, analyzing things and giving grades on things. And uh, they give you guys a B for your draft. Considering you didn't have that many draft picks, that's a really good grade. It was a good, good grade. Yeah. And it's all depending on what the quarterback, how he pans out. It could right. be an A, it could drop to a D. I think but I even like getting the small wood in the fifth round, you got a center in the third round, which was uh, up the middle. Same yeah. same sort of thing as uh, getting the guard. So, I mean, and you already have phenomenal tackles, man. Your tackles are great, man. Lane Johnson on the right side and man. Peters on the left. Yeah. Really good offensive line, man. And I so. like the two tight end setup. Like I think teams, it all comes to where you need well, receivers to make plays. You need receivers to make plays, and you need consistent production out of the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Last year, you had no deep threat. You let Macklin go. You let Deshaun Jackson go the year before, which I have no beef with Deshaun Jackson leaving um, as far as the Eagles' standpoint. But the Macklin one was a little surprising considering you guys drafted that guy. He kind of groomed him all the way up to that where he finally got good, and then you let him go. But he was it was a mutual yeah, it wasn't like we shipped him out like all the he other guys. He was ready to go. Mm-hmm. He he wanted to. He go left p- as a free agent, right? He left as a yeah. free agent. He went and maxed out with Andy Reid in Kansas City, Man. hometown, home coach, this, that, and the other, right? Yeah. So you, you got to understand it. Like it's not like we we didn't push him away as much as we he let just him left. go. Yeah. Uh, but the Eagles start off with Cleveland at Chicago, Pittsburgh, then an early bye, which I don't like. Uh, then you got at Detroit, at Washington. That could be a a, a, a nice start. Yeah, right, those are all teams other than Pittsburgh and maybe Washington. Who we'll Detroit, talk about man, I lose Detroit, man. Come but on. none of those other teams. Uh, Easy start, and then uh, I noticed in the schedule a lot of your divisional games are at home late in the season. Mm-hmm. So I could see you kind of going a nice late run. I have you down as going six and ten, 
But I could see that flipping and going ten and six. Yeah, you know what I mean. It yeah. could go either it's all way. All the court now. Sam Bradford impressed me. Uh, it impressed me his ability to take hits, mm-hmm. uh, his athleticism getting out of the pocket. Just wasn't the right offense for him. And if you can't go deep, um, you don't got nobody to throw. Like our our deep threat was Riley Cooper. Believe right? me, man, that's the Niners bugaboo for several years. You can't go deep, so everybody just brings the defense in, and it's hard to get anything in the middle. You yeah. know. So uh, I think the Eagles. I think the I think the NFC East is open depending on Romo's situation. Right. I think the Giants are better, Washington's. See, I th- think the division's stacked, man. It is stacked. Yeah. And I think any of the good. four teams can win it. Mm-hmm. Uh I would pick the Eagles last because they have the most uh question marks. That's they, how I have they, it now, but unknown. even even yeah. the, your last place team going six and ten could be eight and eight or so, you know. Like so I could just see you all maybe be even beating each other up. Yeah. It's happened before, you know. Yeah. So maybe your uh, playoff team is a nine-win team or something, you know what Let's I mean? Let's see. It so, happened before. Yeah. Right. All right. So that's the Philadelphia Eagles, my beloved Philadelphia Eagles. Uh <sighs> haven't really been I'm wearing a Donovan McNabb jersey today. Yeah. My favorite player yeah. of all time. And uh we haven't won a playoff game since he left. And Man, it took took the winning with him when he left. He's gonna take the winning with me. Come the on. air was out the balloon before he left, but yeah, it definitely hasn't filled back up. So up next on the horizon, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Bucks, who six and ten, new head coach, James. Uh, they were six and six, and then lost the last four games of the season. They lost uh, half their games. I don't have that written down, but were by one to, uh, one possession mm-hmm. uh, late in games. They lost two games off missed kicks. Right. So this team was a very competitive team with Jameis Winston as a rookie. Um, who I who I do like as opposed yeah. to Mariota, who we discussed earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like Mariota. I mean, not Mariota. I like Jameis Winston. <laughs> Freudian uh, slip. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, that's what edits for. But uh, so um, I like Winston. I like their defense. Mike they, Evans. Doug Martin. Mike Evans, pieces, who says man. he can be the yeah. best receiver in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like the receivers are all tall. Like you got uh, Evans is a really like, tall receiver. Then got Vincent Jackson yeah, on the other big side, boys down there. and then uh-huh. your tight end you drafted early, yeah. Safarian Jenkins is a, like six seven or yeah, something. So, so all really big tall guys. They would definitely be better this year. Definitely, you would think, but that division is tough, man. It's, 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 it's everyone thinks the Saints will be better. Everyone it's almost like the Eagles the Falcons, division. Yeah, I, I don't you know? think the Saints will be better. I think the Saints are either. going down. But, but people, I, I agree with you completely. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll be on next week's show, I'm sure. But uh, I just think. That a lot of people think the Saints won't stay down that long because of Sean Payton, Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Atlanta won't be out of the playoff two now, years in a row. Now, I Atlanta, think Atlanta's building. Yeah, Atlanta. when, uh, they got the defensive coordinator from Seattle. I think it was last year. Was his first, he's a rookie coach last year? Atlanta's got a lot yeah. of talent on their team. They got that's a talented team. I like that they're building uh, a running game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you saw uh, what's the guy Freeman. Devonte Freeman last year breakout, and they're really putting it together. They did a good job in a draft of getting some big guys up front mm-hmm. too. Yeah, they did. But this isn't about the Falcons this no, week, so. But it is about that division because we're talking about Tampa Bay mm-hmm. and that whole division. Carolina should be still the best team in the division, right? Uh, we we've talked about it before. I don't think we'll go. They'll go fifteen and one type of best, you know, twelve and four type mm-hmm. of thing, right? Because the division will be tougher. They won't run away with the division wins. Um, Last year, Atlanta struggled on defense. They struggled on offense. Uh, Tampa Bay now? Yeah. Who, Tampa Bay? Who did I say? Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Tampa just wanted to make sure I didn't that's confuse anyone. That's y'all's fault. So, Tampa Bay. Uh, didn't they get rid of Lovey at the one yeah. year? Yeah. Wow. I now, wasn't a big fan of that. I, one year. I'm not a big fan of bringing them in, but I'm also not a fan of Can't one, two one years. Year, Same dude. thing as wasn't it? You Come know? on, man. You yeah. Just, but now, Lovey Smith, man. Look, man. So, who's their coach? 
the Adam Gaze, not Adam Gaze, uh, the Dick, Dick Cutter from Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, but he's supposed to be work wonders with Winston. And, and like you said, man, uh, they had a lot of close losses last year. Yeah. So it shows you're building towards something. And, Lewis, but, you know? like we were talking about. I'm not a big fan of Lippy Smith. I don't think. Uh, I think he's in that Jeff Fisher boat of coaching to where he got a long time and didn't do anything with it. He went to a Super Bowl. Right, yeah. with Rex Grossman, which deserves credit. But you had that badass defense with Erlacher and all those guys. So, and, uh, But I think in 10 years, three playoff appearances doesn't warrant you some kind of concrete standing on another franchise. Uh, but I think Tampa Bay to start off with at Atlanta, at Arizona, St. Louis, Denver, at Carolina. That is a tough road to start. That's fucking hardcore. Uh, but if they can get two wins out of that, I think you'll be looking promising, right, moving forward to the season. I got them going 5-11. and 11. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say out of this group here, uh, these four teams we've talked about, we're starting to get to the teams that could take a step. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, whereas the teams we've discussed already, the previous four teams, are all kind of just down in the luck, can't really see too much promise there. Right. But all four of these teams I feel like could take the next step, especially the teams with the young quarterbacks, you know, uh, Titans or Bucks, even the Eagles. Hell, if you if you guys roll with uh, Wentz and he's the truth, like he's supposed to be, you know, uh, I have a tougher time believing the Niners out of this group. Well, I could see the Niners being the worst team in the league, you know. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I could see this group of teams. Maybe any of them could be playoff teams if things roll the right way. So, well. That's be interesting. That's our countdown. We're at uh, 28, 27, 26, number 25. I have to say something about the Bucks taking a damn kicker in the second round, though. Go ahead. Like, but that guy's supposed to be awesome, though. Yeah, even if you're awesome, man, you probably could have got him later in the draft. And if not, your team is uh, too has too many needs to be taking a luxury pick like that. I don't that's think... A, that's a pick the fucking Patriots or somebody need to make. I don't think kicker's a luxury pick. I think kicker, the, the leading scorer in the NFL in his, in his history is a kicker. I yeah. think those three points are valuable, man. But so, it's all relative. But, yeah. All of them are. You Let know? me bring this up, okay? If he could kick 50-yard field goals, But here's the thing. Him. Here's the thing. He is a great kicker, great college career, uh, kicker of all mm-hmm. time and all that good stuff. Uh, but you lose two games based off kicks alone. Mm-hmm. And you look at the extra point there being moved back to the 15-yard line. That is a big deal. You know, uh, he, he, he is a valuable piece. It's a valuable piece. Now, what they give up to get that pick? I can't remember exactly what it was. But it I remember talking about it after the draft we talked about it, and I had it written down. But uh, I think that you can find a guy yeah. that they, they can be a good kicker for you easily. Like Most kickers there's, are there's yeah, there's a, a surplus of good kickers. I agree. So you don't you can uh, find trade a, you can up find into anywhere. the draft to take a kicker in the second round, no less. You yeah. know, you got your guy, man. But yeah. I think their fir- uh, their uh, the guy they picked early in the second round, Noah Spence. Mm-hmm. That guy's gonna be awesome, man. He's a f- on, uh, played bro. at Ohio State, got in some trouble, had to go to a small school, but he's a badass. Probably could have been a top five pick if he you know kept his mm-hmm. nose clean. So. Uh, not a big Hargraves guy though. Their first round pick, I don't know. But yeah, it, it's kind of bugged me a little bit. Like if yeah. you're in this standing, you can't be making a luxury pick like that. You, you know, can't say that, but it is such a luxury that. And like I've said it about the guys trade up to get quarterbacks in any position, you can get a good player at the same position maybe later. Mm. But you feel like this is your guy. You lose just off kickers alone, you'd be eight and eight. Yeah, you know what I mean. Two games in the NFLs. I just Huge. think it's uh, quarterback is the most valuable position Absolutely. by far. So, Absolutely. like, I could see where p- teams 
want to make – I don't agree with that strategy personally, but I can see where that makes sense that you'd want to go and mm-hmm. put your eggs in that basket. But a kicker, man, there's too many of them that you can pick from. They're all pretty but, good. But they're you know? not on his level. Like if The you guy like, they had bat- last year was horrible. Yeah. He was a bad kicker. Yeah, I mean, You should have just addressed it in a different manner. If you, know? you, if you get a guy who can kick 50-yard field goals and, you know – Basically pinning a guy down in a ten yard line every it's, every punt return. It's so that's huge. Worse. He doesn't punt, but well, you know <laughs> <laughs> that, that is true to have a punter that could do that. Yeah, but, if, if you have yeah. uh, kicking game is so vital. But but the Niners got shit talked about them last year for using a we had extra uh, compensatory pick for losing free agents. We spent a fifth round pick on a punter, and everybody talked shit about it because you had Andy Lee on the roster. Yeah, but we were ready to move on from that. Obviously, yeah. Uh, and plus, you're the Niners, so everybody likes to rag on you guys. Exactly, but, but you know, nobody cares about. Tampa but I, Bay. I just, uh, I think that you could have used that pick on something else. Not, you needed not, more. Not disagreeing with you. You're yeah. absolutely right. And, and then the trade up also. But I don't have a problem with it because it's what you needed. Right. You go get what you need in the NFL because you in the NFL is about short turnarounds. You don't get five years to build a team anymore. Mm-hmm. No. Like, like Marty Schottenheimer's day. You know, mm-hmm. you got to turn around now. And I think the extra point game. Is so huge, right? That I think that plays into it. But this, and, not, and I'm not trying to say this guy's a bad player or anything like that either. Right. So I don't know much about him. What if he's the best kicker ever? He is the best kicker ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. In college, yeah. yeah, in college, in college though. That's what I'm yeah. trying to say. Now, what if he doesn't change the game in the NFL? He'd be like, "Whoa, this is a good pick." Well, time will tell, man. Because I know Detroit kicking games suck. Yeah, y'all, y'all picked up Prater, man. I thought he was going to be all right, but yeah. he didn't do shit. You know what I'm trying yeah, to say? So, anything. you know, we miss field goals. He's used so. to cooking, kicking in uh, Denver in that thin hair. Yeah, that's what I'm trying yeah. to say. I would kill for, uh, you know, somebody who's automatic. Yeah, anybody I would. Because it helps your defense, man, just to be able to play on them short fields. Mm-hmm. But uh, but do you take that when you need a left guard or whatever? You know, that's my whole big point. Best yeah. kicker ever, man. So, Akeem Tlaib gets shot in the leg. Mm-hmm. In a Dallas nightclub, and he got married this year. He got a lot of shit happening this summer. Yeah, he did, and he, and he said, won a Super Bowl. And he said he was right. so, yeah, asshole. So he was so <laughs> he was so intoxicated he doesn't even remember being shot. Really? But apparently, it's not a serious injury or anything. But uh, I mean, the bigger issue is these guys putting themselves out there. Like it's, it's hard to say because we're nowhere near that situation. Yeah. Um, but you put yourself out there amongst the public like that here in Memphis alone. The last couple of weeks, we've had random just drive-by shooting to crowds. Man, right, that right? was crazy, man. That was crazy. Cop died. Cop got ran uh, over. And, and, you know, he put a uh, – he was part of a Blue Lives Matter program. Mm-hmm. His last uh, photo that he ever took was him holding a picture saying Cops Matter. or Blue Cops Lives, Lives Matter, matter yeah. Something like that. And, uh, I'm curious to see how he got ran over. What one was he like, like trying to jump out in front of the car, stop the car with his body? Or it didn't really matter. Yeah, no. it didn't really matter. But yeah. you know, I doubt he was trying to stop the car. I think the guy was just reckless. Maybe from my understanding. we don't know. We don't know. We, we don't know. There. Yeah. But you know, what do you think this leads to? Uh, I mean, I say superstars. I'm gonna say you shouldn't go out there, put yourself amongst no, the public. No, they shouldn't, man. Because people want to test you. They are jealous. People, these guys are jealous. Straight of haters, players. man. Yeah, but, you go all the way back to Ray Lewis. You yeah, know, early in his career, jealous. yeah, man, and you just see it happens over and over and over and over again. You they know? out here so. in all this jewelry, these expensive cars, you know, so all these fancy clothes, and everybody in the club know, hey, that's 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 to leave. Hey, that's yeah. that's Ray Lewis. Hey, that's what you call all the girls over there. So these guys are jealous. Right. Guys. Man. Let yep. me ask you this, uh, ask you as well. Uh, what do you think it leans towards Bill Street being shut down at nighttime? Because the locals aren't going to come out. You can try the charge thing. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm I'm not not even proposing it. I'm just bringing up the discussion. Not shut it down. They're not going to shut it down. They could never shut it down. It's a tourist attraction. Yeah, but what they they can do is just just 
beef up the police um, protection up there to beef it up. If you did charge for people to get on there, that's going to cut out people who, you know, don't want to go through the extra step. And also, you could use that money to pay for people to protect the street. But then all you those know? businesses, gonna, it's not trying to build street. All those businesses are going to fail. All those yeah. businesses, because they're not yeah. going to get the customers. Like, you got to pay to go to Hard Rock But now? you might get better clientele. Yeah, you know, people who are willing to pay that are willing to spend want, more money. I, I don't want to pay to go to BB Kings. I don't want to go to BB Kings money, already. The people who have money don't want to go down there. No, yeah, they're man. scared. Yeah, you yeah, know? I'm scared. So, I would be too. Right. Yeah. yeah this, it's unfortunate, man. We we on national news, man. People out there, please stop shooting. Stop. Care for your brother. They're not going to stop. Yeah, I mean, nah. it's ridiculous because they're man. foolish kids, man. Yeah, I blame rap music. All right, so uh, hey, maybe you know, I, I, I blame people talking about a life they don't live. And then kids want to emulate that and thinking they're emulating the same life. And they are not. I, I don't solely burn rap music. Emulate right? that 25 years in prison. That's what you want to emulate. And maybe even worse. Yeah, right? death. Yeah. But, you know, death is a guarantee, man. Doesn't mean you need to rush it. All right, man. Anything else you guys want to chime in on? It's a good show, man. We're going to go watch Monday Night Raw. I had oh, fun, yeah. man. Yeah. I had a good time talking on the show today yeah man it was cool big ken joined us on the side street hotline that was ken, awesome man but ken sound good on phone yeah man. he did a good job man it's a bring sexy him in. motherfucker man hey man <laughs> he's got it going on and i'm proud for him i'm gonna end this on a quote by muhammad ali we all have the same god we just serve him differently rivers lakes ponds streams oceans all have different names but they all contain water so do religions have different names and they all contain truth Expressed in different ways, forms, and times, it doesn't matter whether you're a Muslim, a Christian, or a Jew. When you believe in God, you should believe that all people are part of one family. If you love God, you can't love only some of his children. That was from Muhammad Ali. Amen. Passed away Friday night. R.I.P., man. The yeah, man. The, the greatest of all time. I'm pretty. I'm a bad man. <laughs> he, he said that... Uh, hmm. I even said I was great before I knew I was, just because I wanted you to think I was. You're speaking in the truth, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Before you can be it, you got to believe it, man. got to believe it, man. Well, we're going to get out of here. Thank you, Darnell. Oh, yeah. Thank you, CJ. You're so welcome, uh -huh. man. And thank Big Ken uh, for finally coming in hey, on man, the show. Hey, man, and thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank your damn self. Yeah, All right, man. man. I'll do that later. Uh, do on Monday. You know how we do it. But anyways, <laughs> we're going to get out of here. Side Street Grill, OAM Network. Uh, I love my show. Um, God is good to me, and I'm out. Peace. Peace. This podcast is a production of Ohm Audio and the Ohm Network. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com.